0: fight for freedom
1: wherever there's trouble.
0: G.I. Joe is there! G.I. Joe! American hero!
1: G.I. Joe is there! It's Cobra Commander with an ultimatum for the United States. Cobra now possesses a weapon that makes us invincible. We call
2: our device DT Pod, a real American podcast.
1: Observe this little demonstration. Yeah, I think I uh, I had to restart my uh, router. Bitch, I'm recording. That was, that was the problem last week. Bitch, oh, I'm, I'm recording. Shut up. I'm sorry. It's okay, Dennis. Say whatever you want. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new edition of DT Pod. Dtpod.com is the website, but it's not up yet. Well, it's technically up. There's just nothing there. So. Um. Dorktrek.com is up, but we don't have a podcast there. It's very weird how we would do these things. It's all <laughs> ass backwards. But um, But yes, I'm Bob. Hello. I'm joined by Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Hello. Uh, today, I'm Sushi and Grits. I see that. I was just telling you, your internet connection's fantastic today, by the way. Yeah. And second off, I was just saying that the show is always better when Dennis is around. Nah, it's, I think it's always great. You are the Magic Johnson of podcasts.
0: <laughs> There's a point guard I can get down with right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You are the <laughs> Magic. Nah, Jeremy Lin garbage. No, no, no. I mean, he sucks. But you're bad. You're the Magic Johnson of podcasts. You're great. You're a Laker fan, right? Oh yeah. How are they doing this year? They suck this <laughs> year. Right? they won a game. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Did Kobe get hurt or something? No.
0: He no. just he just stinks. No, I mean he's doing all right. They just stink. They don't have a good team. I mean, what are you
1: going to do? At least they're not as bad as the 76ers, who I saw are losing by like 70 at halftime. It's like Is that se- really? It's like 73 to 24 at halftime. Who half. are
0: they trying to get in the draft this year?
1: I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's like I've heard of trying to tank one season, but tanking like a generation just seems kind of silly.
0: It's like they forgot to change their uh, their corporate strategy from last season. To, just, oh, wait, it says tank. Okay, all right, tank.
1: Just be awful.
0: Yeah. So. Have we
1: traded everybody yet? No, we haven't. All right. Get ready to trade everybody. But, we but there's nobody to trade. That's the yeah, thing. No, it's no. like you're just trading young guys at this point. It's
0: like, is there any way we can
1: put draft picks on the floor? <laughs> like the envelopes are out there on the floor. They might have a better shot. They might. Um, so, yeah, so this is a podcast we watch and review episodes of G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero. There, It seems like, you know, Dennis, we can talk about this quickly because we were waiting to be joined by Keith. I love doing this podcast. It's fun. I dig it. But I feel like every time I post it, there's just people out there going where the fuck is the TNG podcast? <laughs> what are these assholes doing? Where is the fucking TNG podcast? So hopefully, and I, I've been saying this for a while, but hopefully we can get the, the TNG pod back up and running. I miss Star Trek. I know that sounds weird because I watch it every week, but I miss talking about it. And I, I don't know. I just, I just miss it. I want to do it. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I would, I would hope or I would think that people who have listened to Dork Trek... They're not listening to us for our insight on Star Trek, and <laughs> they're kind of just want to hang out. You know, it's like a hangout, basically. They're, they're a lot of people hanging out talking about something that they enjoy. Yeah, so, But I, mean, I think there's... But I, if they don't enjoy G.I. Joe, then maybe that's why they don't enjoy it as much. But
1: may, Maybe. But I, I think we... I would like to get back to the Star Trek stuff, so maybe we can try to friggin finagle that. But two recordings a week just seems like that's crazy. Maybe we yeah. do like bi-weekly, like one week TNG, one week G.I. Joe, one week TNG. Well,
0: maybe we get through this mini-series of G.I. Joe and then think about possibly for the
1: holidays doing a couple of Star Trek episodes. <laughs> maybe. We'll figure something out. Yeah. No, I just, I missed because Dork Trek was so much fun to do and like Manny said, I think that he would want to do it. So, and with this system, and it's pretty easy, so. I hope Manny has an internet connection because he's not coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the placenta? Do you guys keep the placenta? <laughs> So cool. So what is the name? This episode is called like the... The Binds of Evil. The bonds of Evil. I will say the G.I. Joe episodes have better names than the TNG episodes because they're really intense. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a uh,
0: Star Trek The Animated Series episode title.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> the Animated Series would be fun to review.
0: Yeah. I've been watching a few of them. I just watched the one with the, uh, the Lorelei signal or whatever mm-hmm. where the lady planet Traps the men from the
1: Enterprise. <laughs> the Lady Planet. It's a pretty ridiculous, but enjoyable still. Okay, so you want to you want to start us off? Sure. All right. So so tell us in the Vines of Evil.
0: Well, this one starts in the Vines of Evil, actually. Mm, the vines roadblock. Of
1: they're fighting their way through. Who's the guy who looks like Freddie Mercury? Where the hell did he come from? <laughs> that's uh that's Mutt. What the hell? who is that guy? Like he just shows up all of a sudden like it literally it honestly looks like Freddie Mercury is running around GI Joe. It's all he needs is like the little white shorts and that half, <laughs> right. and that half a mic stand. He's a killer. Queen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so uh, they're fighting through the vines and Roblox. He's you know he's going to be known for rhyming, right? Yeah. But the first rhyme he gets off is an off rhyme, and it's not even a good one. He rhymes <laughs> vegetable and salad bowl. It's like, come
1: on, <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, you know, maybe if he tried that rhyme in like season two, but not like you know, second yeah. ap- second appearance. You're rhyming is- scraping the bottom of the barrel that early. No, dude, come on, buddy. You need a couple hits under your belt before you start scratching <laughs> that shit out. I mean even Jay Z waited a while before he actually stopped rhyming, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so um they find Junkyard and Mutt
0: and they're you using No
1: no 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 Freddie Mercury. <laughs>
0: yeah, Freddie Mercury. His code no, name
1: no. is his code name is Mercury. <laughs> Mercury and Cujo. Tell he looks like <laughs> fucking Freddie Mercury. Or, he, he looks does. like Freddie Mercury or Magnum P.I. minus the the Hawaiian shirt and hat.
0: Yeah, a little bulkier. Yeah yeah,
2: the yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's confusing, though, because Bazooka, when he shows up eventually, he kind of has the same look, too, and except he's got the football jersey and the helmet on.
1: That's true, and G- I will say this about the G.I. Joe. They do a bad job of introducing their characters because nobody's ever like, hey, rough trader, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You just see a dude, and you're supposed to know who he is automatically.
0: which is Well, weird. like I knew that it was Junkyard and Mutt, but I couldn't remember exactly which one was Junkyard and which one was Mutt. Yeah, yeah, it would yeah. make sense that the dog was called Mutt, but that's kind of mean. <laughs> but then the guy's called Mutt So do they call him Mutt after he got Junkyard or before? You, is That's he, always his
1: nickname Now is he mixed? Like is he black and Asian or like something like that? Like is that what that is? Why do they call him Mutt? I don't understand I don't know He looks
0: just he like a standard white boy to me yeah, he looks like a cracker ass cracker <laughs> <laughs> You said I didn't
1: That's what's cool man I don't care
0: <laughs> but Yeah so um, I don't know what his background is Me neither I but just uh, know he, he looks
1: like Freddie Mercury Yo, why don't you wiki that while I keep talking all right, let me, and interrupt let me, me whenever you want. All right, let, me, let me wiki mutt, and then I'll send it over to all you. All right.
0: Yeah, so um, they're using the engines from their sky striker. <laughs> Which is stupid. <laughs> That's a terrible plan. It is, and, and uh, Flint and Roblox walk right into the jet wash, too. It's like they would be killed. There's well, no
1: way. Why not just try to uh, – I don't know, something. That's a terrible plan. Why not save the gasoline for the helicopter? It's just it's yeah. a stupid plan.
0: Well, I don't even know if they thought about building the helicopter yet.
1: No, because so. I, th- I thought they were building the helicopter at this point. No, that's right. I had to do something else. Okay. Yeah, they build the helicopter a little bit later. Yeah. But yeah it's a really they were just in way. vine control at this point. Hey, we're going to – oh, here comes Keith. Hey, we're going to turn on the fucking jets and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> just – and, fu- and drain the fuel as the jets are going. <laughs> I can't remember this rhyme because wh- whose idea was it to drain the fuel? It was just kind of stupid. It may have been Mutz or Freddie Mercury's. It was Freddie Mercury's. Yeah, <laughs> which makes sense because I mean, the Queen was always a big band for shows. They were big on putting on shows. That makes yeah. sense, like the showmanship aspect of it. You know, the, let's turn on the the rocket jets. Like that doesn't make any sense. Whatever. The crowd, yeah, yeah. the the crowd will like it. Yeah. So that's their plan
0: on how they're going to escape. They're going to get out of there somehow while they burn up these vines. So, um, meanwhile. In the all-new Antelos Cobra Arena of Sport. The gold. It was awesome.
2: Got a Tron makeover.
0: Yeah. Like, I think uh, they honestly designed these Cobra temples around the arena of sport. Like, that's the first thing that they put in because yeah, they had to do all the, uh, you know, the electrical work going in there. It has yeah. to be phenomenal.
1: That arena of sport was pretty badass. That floor, like the disco floor, was awesome. Yeah.
0: this technology they have is way better than the weather dominator because they can
1: like make turn light into physical objects like shackles and weapons (laughs) like oh my gosh you guys should be invading the world with that as opposed to like getting (laughs) it's like i don't understand there it's i think this they're secretly into this as like a turn on it turns them on to watch men fight each other this way
0: yeah well you know honestly i um it's I was at the gym earlier tonight and uh, <laughs> before I hopped on here, I hopped in the shower and I was thinking in the shower, I was like, you know, I'm starting to think that GI Joe and Cobra are two sides of the same coin. Like they're running a false flag operation on us to, to get more funding <laughs> for GI Joe. Because <laughs> Cobra just has dumb ideas. Like they're really over the top and, and they would seem scary at the outset, but if you sit back and think about it, you're like, what are they really doing here? They're just kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I can see that.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, we got the background on mud here.
1: Uh yes, there's mud. Not yeah. not much, not much. Nothing too major here with mud, just Why is he wearing a mask in his Wikipedia picture? I don't know. That that looks like his his toy, I guess. And the dog is a lot more furious looking <laughs> too. <It's> like, <laughs> Mutt is just a dude. Like, his real name is Stanley R. Plumeter. His rank is Army Specialist. He's from New Jersey, fucking Jersey. Oh, his last name is Pearl
0: Mutter. That's why they call him Mutt. There you go, Pearl Mutter. Why they call him Pearly?
1: Yeah, Pearl. Pearl.
0: Pearl Necklace. Mutt's service record. From Love Trade.
1: (laughs) Mutt's service record includes graduation from Jungle Warfare Trading School. Uh, it's an attachment to special ops role as an advisor to security enforcement committee. He's an expert with an M sixteen, M fourteen, M nineteen, eleven A one auto pistol, and a, a MAC eleven, which is a shotgun. I only know that from playing uh, a Tom Clancy games. Oh yeah, it's not a Mac ten. <laughs> no, it's it's a. I think it's no, it's a Mac. It's a Mac eleven. Excuse ah. me. He's a Mac eleven. You but- know,
0: <clears throat> he's so he graduated from. Jungle Warfare Training School? Yes. So why does he have a dog? You don't need a dog for Jungle Warfare there. Training. I'm getting
1: there. Uh, Mutt is characterized <laughs> as neutral with animals, but had several pet dogs in his youth, which he trained exceptionally well. The smartest of these was Junkyard, who accompanied Mutt into the army. So they joined the army together like in, uh, like in Stripes when Bill Murray <laughs> – Harold Ramis Harold Ramis joined the army together Uh, the dog bet Mutt if he could do five push-ups and he said no so they both joined the army
0: (laughs) with Sergeant
1: Holka, Holka, uh, their drill instructor too yes I believe so I believe so and then uh, yada 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 Uh, Mutt following he had his friend Mutt then following retirement uh, from service the initial junkyard his offspring junkyard too you understand (laughs) What kind of name is that? Junkyard like
0: 2. Little helper too,
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Junkyard
0: 2. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say, not as much content for Mutt as there was for Lady Jane.
1: Well, everybody has a boner <laughs> for Lady Jane, so that just makes more sense. Yeah. Who gives a shit about Freddie Mercury? <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. He got the AIDS. <laughs> So there, you, so there you go. Oh, Nice. Yeah. And now I know. And knowing <laughs> is half the battle. Let's officially, let's officially welcome Keith to the podcast. Hello, Keith. How's hey, it going, you gentlemen? How was, How was soccer? Oh, it's okay, man. How was soccer? That was good. We won. Oh, that's All right. Now
2: you play Ooh. keeper. You play keeper, yes? Yes, sir. Or your big gloves. I have taken everything off. I just got the shin guards off. You've been taking everything off. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm still wearing shorts, Dennis. Sorry, and a shirt. Can we see the
1: big gloves, dude? Wear the big gloves oh, um,
2: down the hall. I think. Oh, that's cool. Don't worry.
1: Next time, uh, next time, yeah. I want you to wear the big gloves while you're hosting the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How much are those big gloves? Uh, too expensive for as little as I play. Okay, they're about, uh, they're about 75 bucks a pop. Wow, mid grade, yeah. Oh so,
0: man, you're too committed because when I played uh, keeper. I uh, just went to play it against sports and got like the ten dollars ones they have.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I like the ones with the finger saves because you know the music and stuff. I don't want to break more fingers. than uh, uh, yeah, okay. Than yeah, I need yeah. to. Yeah.
1: So. There you go. All right. So, how many goals did you give up today? Mm, four. That's not bad. Nah, that's not bad.
2: Indoor is a lot more fast paced. So.
1: I I played indoor, dude. I I was terrible at it.
2: That's right. I, I came and saw uh, you and Ben Kent ben, playing it. Dennis Dennis was on our team. Yeah. You were Dennis. I don't remember that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: I apologize. Dennis played. Soccer indoor was pretty fun, man. That was cool. I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. It was. It was fun. we lost out.
1: every game.
2: <laughs> yeah, we sucked. We were oh, really yeah. My Monday night team sucks, so, you know. Now that I'm putting that out there. Thursday way better. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> Thursday team rules.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so let's get, so Keith is here, he's joined us, so now we're all here, we can get back to the show. You haven't missed much, we just entered the Comcast arena of sport, um, and we actually have a pretty good fight here. We have uh, a Duke, my butt, and Snake Eyes are, are gonna brawl.
0: Yeah, and they, instead of the headbands this time, they have these like neural whatever control devices that I guess come through the floor. And through their shackles and
1: control their bodies. Which is weird because if I'm going to want to control someone's brain, I'm going to start at their shins. Like that's, that's where I'm going to start.
2: I like how the the shackles moved with them too. It was like you said earlier, just, it was just created out of the floor. Yeah. This technology is spectacular. It is. It is.
0: They
1: could have sold that and made millions, but no, they wanted to take over the world kind of. Yeah. Or watch men fight. And you know what's
0: ridiculous about this whole
1: scene
0: is when they're starting to fight, Cobra Commander says, "Well, I hope they finish fast so I can get back to menacing the world, you know, <laughs> issuing my threats and everything." It's like that's your main job is to threaten the world
2: and try and take it over. Why are you? But for a guy who wanted it done quickly, he gave them a sword and he gave Snake Eyes a trident and a net. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I was watching the Anchorman fight. <laughs> it is. <laughs>
0: All of a sudden, Jim Carrey shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, like, who
1: uses the Trident besides like Neptune and Namor? That's it. That's it. Yeah, and I and guess Aquaman. The, Aquaman. What the, but what the hell does he need a net for? He's tethered to the floor. Like, what?
0: Are there like electric fish out there that he can catch? <laughs> and throw it, Duke. These electrical piranha—they're mm. gonna get you.
1: Cobra would have electrical piranha.
0: They would, and not use them for world domination. Yeah.
1: Cobra, Cobra is very much in the vein of the old school Bond villain that they made fun of in um, in Hours. Towers where they're talking about like having sharks with lasers and stuff. But they don't use any of this cool stuff for world domination, just for just for kicks. Yeah, see what happens.
2: Yeah. When they do use it, they walk away and let the good guy, you know, break yeah. out of it. Totally. <laughs> Totally, but yes, again. like I, I,
0: I imagine the Cobra R&D section has like two hallways. One hallway is like for world domination. <laughs> the other hallway is for sport. And they just develop, you know, work in parallel and developing all kinds of technology. And the, the smarter guys go
1: work in the sport R&D. Oh, oh, yeah. So Well, that's where they get really appreciated because you see yeah. what happens to regular Cobra dudes. They get the shit kicked out of them t- around <laughs> every turn. But it just goes to show you like, you know, uh, you know A-Rod makes more than the president. Yeah, so a lot more. Yeah, like so you, a thousand times Cuba more. Yeah, so go to sport. That's clearly that's where the money is. That's the way out of the Cobra hood. You know, you can go join the <laughs> army or you can go join the sport, and that's the way out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but of course, what I'm
2: going to is how um, Duke figured out that they because Cobra starts talking about the capital, and Duke's like, "Oh, they're going to hit DC." Was Dude, well, well was Keith. Keith,
1: the acoustics are very good at the arena of sport because what happens is when they're not having like men fight in there, they have concerts. (laughs) Aerosmith
0: was
1: there. I believe, I believe, uh, Clapton's playing there soon. So like,
2: yeah. Acoustic? Yeah. Wow.
1: Wow. It's like unplugged, bro.
2: (laughs) The laser snakes form into like Eric Clapton's face instead, depending on you know who's going to be the performer.
1: Yes, yes, yes. What they do is they actually play on the cobra head, so it's like they play in the round, dude.
0: <laughs> I bet karaoke awesome. night is awesome there. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's pretty cool, man. So yes. Yeah, the laser show. It was pretty sweet that Duke was able to hear that uh, they're gonna attack DC. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, Snake Eyes, are you ready? And the Snake Eyes can't give any kind of signal that he understands
2: <laughs> what Duke is you know, saying. He points to his crotch at some point, doesn't he? <laughs> suck this, suck. <laughs> Yo, Duke, look at my nuts.
1: I got a boner. All this sport is turning me on. It was great because they essentially, tur- like in the middle of the sport game, they started playing charades, which was just awesome. <laughs> it was really cool. And then one of them comes. <laughs> you want to go skiing? Is that what you're doing? You want to go skiing in my mouth? We'll get corn dogs later, Snake Eyes. No, you don't put corn dogs in your butt, Snake Eyes. You put them in your mouth. Oh.
0: We'll talk to Rough Trade about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Yo Joe <laughs> So yeah so they um, overwhelm their mind control And they use the energy weapons To make the arena sport a transmitter Somehow <laughs> And uh, send a message back to Joe headquarters And so of course uh, Breaker and mainframe are there Manning the station They're on monitor duty And uh, they receive the message In Joe Code Ultra Joe
1: Code ultra ultra joe code
0: that's like when they want to rebrand uh, a beer they just add ultra to the end of it <laughs> <laughs> <Blind Light>. ultra. <laughs> michelob ultra and so they um they get the message that dc is going to get attacked by cobra so they are going to go get ready for that so uh Duke and Snake Eyes fight some Cobra dudes, but they get beaten down like Rodney King style. <laughs> <Yeah!
1: pretty> <laughs> like I've noticed that both times this episode, like in the last episode and in this episode, like Cobra's not fucking around. Like they're just <laughs> throwing blows. Like, like, doosh, doosh,
2: doosh. like they're fucking these dudes up. It was. Awesome. I think I see a Billy Club come out at one point. Yeah.
0: It's like it's the only thing they practice about fighting is how to punch in a pile because they're all like <laughs> punching in sequence. So they don't hit each other's knuckles punks jump
1: up to get beat down <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah so um zartan's like oh i think they sent a message back to the headquarters but the cover commander's like ah, i don't care
2: <laughs> yeah he starts zartan starts flipping out
0: yeah but cover commander he, he doesn't worry about anything
1: well Cobra Commanders and Zartan's worried because his death metal band is playing the arena of sport tomorrow and he wants to make sure that everything is going to be okay for the show because they sold a lot of tickets and you know, they, they, they get paid at the door. Like, you know, once people come in, so they got to make sure that the death metal band, which is called like, um, Thor's hammer is ready to rock tomorrow. So he's, he's flipping out, and Destro doesn't give a shit either way. Like, Destro's just like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Yeah, yeah he's like, a, at this point, he's, he's tuned out because they never listen to him anyway, so. Yeah, not at this point. Like, Destro, Destro quickly became third man on the totem pole behind Zartan, and like, yeah. just let him fight. Like, Destro would kick Zartan's ass. Yeah. Destro yeah. is the best. Like I just, just wish one straight headbutt face. face. I just yeah. wish this. I just wish this show was called Destro because it's just <laughs> awesome. Like, I just want to watch Destro at all times. That should be the spinoff. Yeah, and like, why did Zartan's um, uh, chest protector turn red? Because that's, Cause cause that's mood mood,
2: en- mood enhanced. Okay, that's so stupid. Got all worked up and, you know, started turning red to show that he was eager, anxious, a little pissed off. Okay. All right. That's dumb, but fine. Yeah. Was Zartan in any of the live action movies? I haven't seen any of them yet. Zartan? Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's a main character in them. Really? They got the guy who played the mummy. He plays Zartan. Okay. So it's completely different. It's not like he doesn't. You know, change He's just basically a master disguise. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't change color in the sunlight, and he doesn't have uh, mood altered clothing. So. Is he?
1: Is he into death metal? Possibly. Cool. Yeah.
0: But yeah, they got the guy from the Mummy playing him. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Not the dude from Stargate. No. <laughs> well, I saw that uh, Christopher Eccleston plays Deathstroke in the movie. So you know, does he? Yeah, th- nice does doctor. Doctor Who. Does he, does, he, does he have a metal head? Does he have a metal head? He
1: does, but it's dumb. Does he get the metal head? When does he get the metal head? He gets his head at the end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. The, the date went really well, so she gave him brains. Yeah, Cobra Commander gave him head. Nice. He gave him metal head.
2: Nice. <laughs> Well, imagine that the metal face plate. Cling, 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 cling. Is that why he's got the blue hood so he can just wipe up afterwards? Yeah, that's what happened.
0: <laughs> Death, Day, you don't want to see what I'm about to do to that.
2: <laughs> uh.
0: So um yeah, so they're evacuating Washington DC
1: and uh, And this I'll tell you this is gonna sound bad, but they're evacuating Washington DC. There's too many white people leaving. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just <gonna> leave that <laughs> out.
0: Well they were already leaving because all the black people were moving in from Anacostia.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> they they just left the black people there is what happened. They're like, let's yeah. save all the white people. And the black like, what the fuck are these motherfuckers doing? And Why is it a
0: tornado all of a sudden? <laughs> This,
1: this is why bull- I left Alabama. This is
0: a bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of black people, Doc is the uh, the savior here because he uh, comes up with these energy mirrors.
2: Stupidest thing I've ever heard. Before can really. absorb the weather dominator energy. So, yeah, the much realize he has a beard, apparently, as soon as his mirror comes out. They <laughs> said, oh, I need to shave. You didn't realize you had a beard on this entire time? <laughs> I have no feeling in my face. I
1: did like my, the coolest part about this scene was that um GI Joe actually took the time to construct a brick wall for the test which I thought was they were really selling it like you know if we're going <laughs> yes. to do this we're going to do it right we're going to build a brick wall in the middle in the middle of a hangar just to show you guys how fucking serious we are about this like do they have a prop section in GI <laughs>
0: Joe that had this stuff ready <laughs> Or do they have to go to like Home Depot or Lowe's and buy a bunch of bricks and mortar and stuff? I imagine <laughs> it's k-
1: it's kind of like in theater where you have like, you have GI Joes and then you have the guys that just wear all black suits that just yeah. build the sets really fast when the audience isn't looking. So maybe, Kobe, maybe, maybe Snake Eyes is one of those dudes. He builds sets maybe. and stuff. He's a stage hand. But he's transitioning to the uh, talent portion yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. That's why he doesn't
0: have any lines yet. Exactly, but kind of the background player. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So they uh, they tested out blowtorch uses his blowtorch <laughs> on it.
1: <laughs> what else? I mean, that's just lazy naming of a guy. Yeah. Uh, what kind of weapon do you use, blowtorch? Uh, you guys got anything better than that? <laughs> Fireballs? No, that's not going to work. Uh, Hi, my name's Blowtorch, and I
0: am an expert at the crossbow. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's your flamethrower.
1: Hey, we already got a girl. We already got a girl that has the crossbow. And then uh the MILF lady, she Lady Jane throws spears for some
0: reason. Yeah. Yeah, She's got like she turns it and it goes to different settings.
2: Yes. Yes. But did you guys catch that doc like Blowtorch was asking Doc if he was gonna be okay standing there with the blowtorch or whatnot? It's like I've got my asbestos underwear on. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> this is before we knew the dangers of asbestos. If you if you read
1: a lot of the original Fantastic Fours, that's every other joke was asbestos. That's how, that's how Johnny was essentially put at bay, was just everybody had asbestos stuff. So everybody in the Marvel Universe should be dead from cancer. No that's wonder crazy. he died. Yes, yes. <laughs> it wasn't the Annihilus wave that killed him. But it was <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, cancer.
2: Just your cancer. Yeah,
0: yeah so they, uh, they go to D.C., with their mirrors.
1: With their mirrors. Yeah. It's like a some kind of
0: weird protest. <laughs> they hey, just walk around with big mirrors. Whatever works, man. So uh, back in the pit of chaos, Flint and the boys are building a makeshift helicopter. And uh, they're taking off. And Roblox gets grabbed by the vines and he
1: sacrifices himself. Of course he which, does.
0: Yeah, this is like every uh, action and horror movie from the early 80s to where be
1: the bad fa- guy has to die. To be fair, I saw Flint kicking him. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't junkyard? Just uh, the, oh, trying to sure fell off. Uh, j- junkyard's cool. He's a Rottweiler. Rottweilers and black guys get along. but <laughs> I, I saw Flint was kicking him off the off the, the 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 helicopter. Was he moving down Lady J or something? I think so. Mm. Hey, Lady J, how about you suck this dick? Hey, Lady J, give me butt play. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he did have a very Mr. T vibe going for him early on in the episode. Yeah. So, Yeah, he does. He definitely I has – That's why he'd be a wreck of the white women.
1: He's essentially every, like, black stereotype kind of rolled into one, like Mr. T and rapping. He's like he's like Mr. T meets Nipsey Russell, essentially, is what you're going for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: So he falls back into the vines, and uh, uh, the other three idiots take off, and then they crash immediately and uh,
1: take the place of these two Cobra troopers. Yeah, they kick the shit out of these Cobra guys. Yeah. Who are tricked way too easily by the dogs, which just goes to show you that the smarter Cobra people go into the sport arena. Like literally and figuratively, like they go into sport. That's yeah. where what, what the Cobra money is. Yeah, but they had a badass whip, though. That yeah. car was nice. Yeah, that thing was that thing was tight. Yeah, I don't think it was a his tank, but it was just like some souped up jeep. That shot rockets. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean you need rockets. I mean if you're gonna have a souped up jeep, it might you might as well have twenty-fours and shoot rockets.
2: <laughs> I wonder if you whip it really hard you can flip out canisters out of the back of it.
1: Probably. I bet you could. I bet you could
2: <laughs> So, uh,
0: yeah, Cobra Commander and Destro are arguing again about whether they're going to use full power on DC for the Weather Dominator.
1: Full power!
0: Yeah, Cobra Commander wants to, but Destro's like, no, nah, no, nah, something's going to go wrong.
1: So which then Zartan is, butts in. Which is smart. And again, Zartan's second in command, obviously, and he tells yeah. Destro to shut up. Yeah, yeah, and Destro Backhand gets
0: mad, and he opens the sunroof. <laughs> To give Zartan a sunburn.
1: Then he laughs his ass off about it, which is totally <laughs> yeah. awesome. Like, that was, yeah. the, that was the coolest part of the episode. It's like
0: a third grader all of a sudden.
1: But it makes me like Destro even more. Like, he's just a douche. <laughs> like, but so he cool. knows
2: he is, though.
1: I that's know. The that's, best, though. that's the beauty of it. Because he jokes <laughs> like he Cobra at the, the end of the last
0: series, too. He would leave the toilet seat up and watch Baroness fall in and then laugh at her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, stupid. Top, top <laughs> You've fallen for my trickery again, Baroness. You dumb bitch. <laughs> 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 Brains are clearly not your strong suit.
2: <laughs> well, probably into it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah
1: play. oh, yeah, she's definitely into it, dude. She likes it. She's yeah. kinky. Yeah, she is. And like I said, they definitely make her hotter in the second series, so it's, it's kind of cool.
2: The yeah. lack of green glasses threw me though when we when I started the season watching it again, I didn't realize it was her right away. The green glasses not being there kind of threw me first. Yeah, but she looks hotter now. Oh, no, she definitely does. You know, and like with her, with her, I'd like to see her
1: and Lady J, like make out <laughs> before
2: or after they catfight.
1: No, I you know? no, I just want to watch them make out. Like I don't want to see them fight. I don't get that. I'm not into that. I just want to watch them. Like you know,
2: yeah. Like they
0: both go to this seedy motel. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But the cat bites come dude. off though. No, no, no. They just, they just, they just want each other, dude. They do. They this do. is like a Cinemax feature. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Red Shoe Diaries. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're enemies on the battlefield, but they are lovers between the sheets. You understand? <laughs> yeah.
0: And the next room over. Flint is working the camera through the wall.
1: <laughs> and it's penis. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Rough Trade's right behind him. Yeah.
1: Rough Trade's watching Flint, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, he's not watching him. He's inserted.
1: Because <laughs> Flint's like, dude, are you seeing this? This is so hot. And Rough Trade's looking at him, licking his lips, like, it sure is. They're staying the was, was crying, crying the entire <laughs> time. Uh, rough trade. Oh, uh, right. But then I think at this point, we meet a dude that might be gayer than rough trade, if that's possible. Because what they go into the Cobra Bar, what is it called? The Cobra? The Cobra Cafe. Uh, the Cobra Cafe. Yeah. Now, I don't know if the Cobra Cafe is affiliated at all with Cobra because – They Cobra dudes walk in and everybody breaks bad on them. So I was confused. Like this, this isn't like a a chain restaurant for Cobra or anything, is it? No, like it used to be, but it's a bad part of
2: Cobra Town. (laughs) It actually got foreclosed on a few years back and these (laughs) hooligans came in, took it over. Yeah. So yeah, so they, uh,
0: they walk in there, Flint Junkyard and Mutt. And immediately get in a fight with some ruffians. Yeah, and there was a cobra organist playing in the background the whole time. He was doing really. He was, really a, good. True,
2: he was a true pianist. He uh, stayed true to form and did not stop the song throughout the fight. I really dig this part of the episode, though, because
1: it reminded me of like an old western. Because you've got this like this barroom brawl going on. Like he said, he's just back there. It was really cool. I had it had a cool
0: vibe to it. Yeah, it reminds me of that scene in the Naked Gun. <laughs> where uh, Frank Drevin is trying to sneak around um, the office and he keeps bumping into things. He turns <laughs> on the
1: player piano and he keeps playing. When the whole time they're fighting, there's just one guy sitting at a table reading the newspaper. And you're yeah. thinking, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. And he's a shipwreck. Shipwreck, who looks and sounds a lot like Jack Nicholson's character in the movie The Last Detail. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know why, but that's just what he looks like. Like he looks like Jack. Look, I'm gonna show it to you right now. If you've never seen The Last of Tale, I this, haven't. it's a Jack Nicholson film from the seventies, and this is the cover of the movie. It'll it'll pop up in your group chat. <laughs> You're right. <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> They model the guy, they model him off of Jack Nicholson. he even talks like him. he sounds like he he sounds like uh like Christian Slater almost he's got that Christian Slater vibe going on
2: I think they're just trying to fill out the whole y m c a crowd so we've got um <laughs> Don Ho, now we've got shipwreck and the in the the title screen we've got the uh, the Indian guy coming on board eventually, yeah, that's the next episode I mean, slowly getting there yep.
0: Yeah, and you know, this is how my uh, seven or eight year old mind worked. Like, this is around the time I started really reading comics a lot, and mostly I read X Men. And uh, I had Shipwreck's voice in there for Wolverine whenever I read Wolverine talking. I it could just see seemed that. like
1: the right kind of voice, you know? Uh, yeah. Like, he would say, Bub. I could see that. Yeah. That works for me. Yeah. So, yeah, so Shipwreck is a uh, mercenary. And, and, a hom- and a homosexual, clearly. Because yeah, there's, yeah. there's no water around. Why the fuck is he dressed like that? Like, they're, just,
0: they're in yeah. the middle of a desert. Well, he says, I'm, I'm the type of guy who helps people for the right price. And Flint's like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> Are you some kind of
2: a hooker? <laughs> yes. That explains why he started getting on his knees. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hang on.
0: <laughs> so he's going to help him escape. Yeah. So, And speaking of escape, Roblox escapes from the pit of chaos because the weather dominator gets repositioned, and so it stops raining, so the vines just die. And uh, Destro shoots off a tornado at DC, and the Joes are there, and they're all trying to block the attack with their mirrors, which is dumb, because... The wind starts blowing things around and breaking them, and then hailstones start coming and they start breaking. So
1: it was so much. For fun. some
0: reason, the Joe GI Joe starts shooting at the clouds. Like
1: that's. Good. It was the best part of the episode. Like GI Joe was shooting the weather. Like it was they were. <laughs> they were trying to shoot hailstones and they were missing.
0: It was they're awful. like Yosemite Sam all of a sudden. <laughs>
1: and then when they did hit the hailstones, uh, it 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 jumped out and a parachute went off. <laughs> make sure you no know. hailstones were injured during the, the... <laughs> exactly but yes they're fighting the weather I thought that was great but then my
0: favorite exchange of the entire episode happens so Scarlett's there and she calls up Rough Trade
1: and she says we're taking a pounding and he says same here but I don't think he meant the same thing <laughs> I was like I don't see you guys here Rough Trade I'm in a bar <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a bathroom right now in the bus station <laughs>
0: Really taking a pounding.
1: I'm at the prickly cactus right now, totally getting fucked by like six guys. That's where you are, right? You're in DC. Oh, I'll be there in a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm taking a (laughs) pounding.
0: Of all the people to call. Yep. Rough trade. Dirt
1: a pounding. (laughs) Yeah. Cobra
0: Commander. He's just excited about all of this. He's like, yes breaking their mirrors. Rough trades getting but pounded why, by
1: Why why would it be easier to make a uh, hail and and a uh, tornado as opposed to lightning? You think lightning would be the easiest of the three to make. Yeah? I like mean it, it's
0: already energy, you know, some kind of form of energy.
1: Yeah, like why was lightning such a big deal because, you know, that was the problem. They're like, "Well, we can't make lightning because it's very hard, I guess." Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know it was weird. Yeah. So, but Cobra Commander tells him,
0: you know, make a full power lightning storm.
1: Lightning storm! (laughs) You've been thunderstruck! (laughs) No, no, lightning! We want lightning, not thunder. Thunder's just noise, Destro. We need lightning with electrical outlets. You know what I'm talking about. So, but the, the only you know lightning
0: song I can think of is "Lightning Crashes" by Live. Yes, <laughs> not really, you know.
1: Destro <laughs> probably didn't want the lightning because of his metal head. He's like a giant fucking lightning
0: rod. He's like, I'm not <laughs> fucking with that thing, dude. Come on. He didn't man. have his rubber boots on that day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, cool. Like Destro's outfit seems to be going low. Like the the neckline seems to be plunging further and further.
2: Eventually, his dick and it's opening yes, and so opening is opening up and opening up more.
1: Eventually, like his dick and balls are just going to be hanging out. Like
2: he's going to be like Rodney Dangerfield, just wearing a robe with like nothing under. <laughs> the... <laughs> it's pretty sexy.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Cobra Commander makes him do it, even though he says it's too dangerous. And so the lightning gets absorbed by all the energy mirrors, and then they Doc sends it back at Cobra. <laughs> And the weather dominator gets all super energized That's, and shoots up
1: into space. That scene was so stupid because like everybody everybody's like sucking up the the uh,
2: the energy and then tur- it's so dumb. Like it was just so stupid. It's just so They dumb. managed to turn it back right at the right p- position and yeah. did, didn't need to get distracted or anything. It was stayed right on course.
1: Well, everybody knows that if you absorb uh, lightning and and shoot it. It's gonna go right back to where it came from. Like that's yeah. that's science, man. Yeah, if know. they knew
0: where Cobra Temple was this whole time, they could have just <laughs> they, followed the lightning. Yeah, ride the lightning as it were.
1: Yeah, ride the <laughs> lightning.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so it uh, the Weather Dominator breaks into three pieces and falls to different parts around the globe, and then weather gets really bad everywhere. <laughs>
1: so stupid. Like it's just so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> And they so, and they instantly know like oh the weather the pieces flew out into space into different areas of the world like how do you know that like how do you know that happened instantly like they just know like Lady Jane's like hey this happened check it out look at my yeah. obviously happened
0: I guess they got it on Twitter or something yeah, I can f- they're good at finding out stuff after it happens but before it happens like a sneak attack by Cobra no idea I'm behind the hill <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, we gotta find, and then immediately, like they know what to. Well, we gotta find these pieces and put it back together, because that'll solve everything, right? Yeah, they can sure. fix the weather. We can, we can fix the weather.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so that, back in the uh, desert, the shipwreck is. He pulls out his sand barge, which is, <laughs> and, which
1: is stupid. Yeah.
0: Drives off with uh, Flint junkyard and mutt, and but they get caught in a sandstorm and mud gets blown overboard and he starts drowning in the sand
2: <laughs> I felt like they were on Tatooine, like i was expecting pod racers to come by or something
1: yes that yeah. was def- it was very it was def- very star wars scene yes very much so yeah and that's Until, it, yeah, that's, it. And that's it that's the episode yep. and then stay tuned for the next thrilling episode of gi joe yeah so yes yeah, so that's it man like as excited as I was about the first episode of the miniseries, the second one,
2: eh, eh, nah. I <laughs> just kind I don't of. Know, I it got kind of redeemed by the uh, the Western Bar, in my opinion. I thought that was a fun little scene. I think that's the only thing that saved the episode. There
1: wasn't well,
0: the arena of sport is back.
1: That's true. Too. You know what, Dennis? You're, <laughs> right. Front, you're right. You're right. You know. To quote Alfredo Torres, you're right, I'm wrong. <laughs> so this I'm wrong. Episode, okay, so this episode had the arena of sport and, and the cool piano player, but it was lacking Lady Jane. Not that's a lot, true. Not a lot of Lady Jane in this episode for me. So I'm going to say two stars. That's it. Oof. I, 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 I wasn't impressed, man. Like, it just, arena of sport, cool. No Lady Jane not cool. Because I want to see those hot old tits. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice little look behind
1: me. Hmm? I just thought I heard something. <laughs> 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 I was hoping She's it was me. I was hoping it was her with her hot old tits. Like, well here they
2: are. <laughs> She's gonna peg you. There, Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> that charged up spear of hers. I wonder if there's a (laughs) chart strap like that, too. To get you from across the room.
1: (laughs) Now, what about you, Dennis? What do you think? Uh, I give it uh, three and a half
0: stars. I would have given it three, but I bumped it up a half star because of the whole rough trade taking a pounding.
1: (laughs) 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 That's awesome.
2: And you, Mr. Keith? I'll give it a three. It was uh, didn't live up to the last episode, but you know, like you said, the arena sport has come back. Got some new characters. I'm curious what happened to Timber. Actually, I had that in my notes. Timber's not around anymore. I don't know. We got, Timber got replaced by Junkyard. But yeah, I give it a three. I, the piano player saved it for me. Arena sport was fun, and you know, this was probably just like a Weather Channel's wet dream for an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the episode was actually written by the founder of the Weather Channel. <laughs> okay.
1: Ted Turner? Didn't he?
2: Uh, <laughs> Something like that. Well, know he, was seeing, Didn't he start seeing it? Yes, he did. He started seeing it.
0: Yeah, but I think Weather Channel falls into that whole umbrella, the whole Turner broadcasting umbrella.
2: Okay. Hello, okay. So Ted Turner
1: wrote
0: this episode. We'll go with that.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's basically uh, – what's his face? Wild Bill. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So there you go, guys. I like it. Good job, everybody. Good job. Um, So that's the the podcast. Make sure you listen soon to the next one because we have a lot of fun doing this. It's pretty great. The History of the Weather Channel was founded in July 18, 1980 by former WLS-TV Chicago chief meteorologist and Good Morning America forecaster John Coleman. Uh, and then, president of the channels, original owner, Landmark Communications, Frank Batten, isn't that? Wasn't he the yeah, guy? He, wasn't he did the pilot that,
2: stuff down here?
1: I thought that was the dude in uh, American Gangster, Frank Batten. I thought that was the guy that in Washington. <laughs> 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 I don't think he's the same guy. You sure, man? It's not the same yeah. dude. He was that powerful. Yeah,
2: no, Frank different. Batten did something with the pilot, uh, Virginia Pilot, down here. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I'm reading that now. Frank, Frank he did. He did. <laughs> He did. So there you go. All right. So yeah, so that's the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, Dennis has had a little thing that he let out of the bag. He said, maybe after we finish this mini, we'll do some star Trek. I'm okay with doing every other week. Like maybe after we do this mini series yeah, and doing like every other week, one week TNG, one week, you know, and just kind of go from there. Yes. You know, maybe, I mean, cause people want the, the, the Trek pod. I mean, that's how, how, we long, use-
2: how many episodes is this uh, mini series this time? Uh, four, I think. No, I think it's oh. five.
1: Is it five?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's five. You right, you're right, because we still got uh They're
1: all built around a school week. They got Palace of Doom, uh, Battle on the Roof of the World, and Amusement Park of Terror. Hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, Netflix just has them all grouped as like one giant season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they kinda I mean, yeah, yeah, they're just the
1: minis. I just and I totally just made Jim Face from the office when I read Amusement Park of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: what Dwight's calling his farm now <laughs> <laughs> the uh,
1: so there you go guys so yeah so maybe after we finish these five then we'll go every other week cool if that's Sounds a, good to I mean because I, I just
2: I don't know man I miss TNG I miss it
0: and yeah so, there's some good episodes coming up
1: too and we're so close we are we're,
2: where'd you guys leave off I'm, I will admit I uh, didn't did not listen to Dork Trek. I listened to all the other ones, but I think that was one of the ones that Dork I listened was Dork Trek was
1: the best one. Dork Trek was better than Bob's Boneyard. It was better. It was, it was the best one. I would even say that Dork Trek was better than the Mike and Bob show at times because we can. And that's say, just blasphemy right there. We, can, we, we were <laughs> able to say terrible things on that
2: podcast. And not yeah, that. like
0: steaming cream. You can never talk about steaming cream. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but having, to come, with, having to come up with innuendos on the radio on live air like that. That that was part of the charm of the show. Yeah, but fuck that, man. When you can just come out and, <laughs> and say like, you
1: know, boat races you were know, <laughs> like fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> innuendo's fun and all, but sometimes it's good just to come out and say it.
2: Yeah. But what um, episode did you guys leave off on?
1: Um, I, I'm looking at Aquiel right now. That's one of the last ones we recorded.
2: But I don't think we released that one no,
0: I think the last I, one we released was the chain of command, right
1: yeah and if we if we came back, I would want to redo those episodes that that ship in a bottle yeah 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 I'd want to yeah. redo those cool so yeah so I would like to do that so so maybe when we finish, you know what I'm just gonna say it when we finish g i Joe the Revenge of Cobra, we're gonna go every other week with t n g so it'll be. It'll be TNG, start, uh, TNG, G.I. Joe, TNG, G.I. Joe, and we'll just make a new logo and just go from there, man. Fuck it.
0: Yeah, because I think the G.I. Joe start becoming one-shot episodes anyway, so.
1: Yeah. No, there's still some that are two-parters, like season one, the first five episodes are four. No, it's first five, and then after that, I think it is just one. But I mean, whatever, man. Cons- yeah, we'll just do it. Who cares? It'll be fun. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's the podcast. Keith, thank you for joining us. Dennis, thank you as well. And we will talk to you guys next Monday, because I'm going to start releasing these things on Monday. So there you go.
2: Sounds good. Thanks for having
1: me. And of course, Keith, you're a great guy and you're a good guest. So I appreciate it. And Dennis, you're the best. I said you're the best. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. The best. You're the best. You're the best. We the best. Agreed. You the best. The cameraman's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Your show's the best. We the best. All right, we'll talk to you guys later.
2: All right.
1: Now I know.
2: And knowing is half the battle.
1: G.I. Joe.
2: You're listening to DT Pod, a real American podcast.
1: <laughs> Get there.